welcome back to the show. This week I have my cool brother-in-law Robert. So what's, what's up, Rob? What's going on? <laughs> uh, just you know, you know the drill. Um, w- just give us a quick, uh, you know, gist of who you are, where you're from, what you do, and all that. Uh, my name is Robert Muscomi. I married Kenny's sister. I am a ABA therapist with supervision of a BCBA for children with autism in Toms River, New Jersey. I'm currently attending Monmouth University and graduating in the May to get my master's and my MSCB in ABA and autism. Hey, you killed it. I loved it. Yeah, there's a lot of acronyms there. Probably doesn't mean a lot to 90% of people, but it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, all good. Um, yeah, man. Um, thank you for taking your time doing this. I know you're a family man and you're always busy, so appreciate it. No, no worries, man. Uh, so I guess the first serious topic that we can cover is um, I kind of like freeball it this week, so we can do anything. Um, I kind of wanted to ask you about um, so I know you're studying like you said your major was like. Yeah, so I don't know if you want to like just quickly or not quickly, but like just kind of like go look a little bit more in depth into that, like how it affects families and like what would you recommend or like anyone else who's like going through that kind of stuff or that area? Uh, Yeah, for sure. That's a good one. Uh, As you know, uh, your niece and nephew uh, were diagnosed with autism spectrum disorder at approximately around 24 months, 22 months for one of them. And uh, I had someone called an ABA therapist come in and we were recommended when early intervention services were over. And uh, pretty much what it was is uh, they started working with him and targeting behaviors and really working on trying to get him to talk and communicate through all different means of inter- scientifically based interventions. Uh, when this first happened, uh, Karen and I were really distraught. And so when they came into the home and they started doing all this with us and we started working, we started seeing a lot of progress and development. I asked where the therapist was going to school for this. I asked uh, what the program was and I started reading and got right into it. And uh, it's something that uh, some some people don't look too heavily upon it because it's a little bit mechanical by nature what i mean by that is sometimes it's you know it's a little bit more rule oriented and getting things a little bit more followed with certain interventions and uh what i'd recommend to anybody coming into it or any parent that's new or any parent that's afraid to get their child diagnosed or seen with autism is you need to do it you need to take that step and these people come in and they come in with somebody's called a bcba which is a fancy way of saying board certified behavioral analyst and what they do is they observe your child and they write up a plan to help develop and target these behaviors, whether it's working on communicating so it reduces frequencies and tantrums or anything of that matter. And I think it's an awesome, it's, it's a beautiful thing. And once the parents put in work alongside the therapists, you can see a lot of growth really happen and a lot of, a lot of good positive change for your child, especially in a field uh, with special education. It's so dynamic, it changes every year. They could come out with a new study and something just gets completely changed and those in the field have to learn, adapt, and be able to like apply it on on the ready. Uh, it's awesome, though. I wouldn't trade it for anything in the world. It's Now I'm able to help parents that were in my situation when I first had Frank, my uh, son, who's six now, when he was diagnosed at 22 months. 
you know, it's a scary feeling. You don't know what the future is going to hold. You don't know how people are going to react or behave or treat you or treat your kid. And this pretty much just gives a lot of tools to alleviate a lot of the anxiety. It introduces you to a lot of, uh, they give you groups. So like if you want to meet up with people in groups, they can recommend groups or parent advocacy groups on Facebook or different social media platforms. And uh, it gives parents a, a good way to get a handle on the situation of what's going on. No, that's, yeah, Rob, like, that's awesome. Obviously, like, um, when you and Karen first told me about all this, I was I was shocked, too. But honestly, since then, like, yeah, I love and super, super proud of you guys. How you dealt with it, you overcame the challenge. And, like, you know, family, no matter what, family will always overcome anything as long as we stick together. So, yeah, and I appreciate you sharing, like, advice and, like, all the, you know, like, the benefits of like what you're studying and like everything that you just described so yeah man cool um so how's everything else man how's work um you know i know football season's over but you fall in anything else i know the masters just happened uh today. man it's uh i have like three four weeks left of my masters and it's nothing but projects so I'm pretty much just blacking out and just doing work and doing homework and just going to work with clients and coming home with kids. Nothing really too exciting. Uh, the draft's coming up at the end of the month. Pretty excited about that. But, uh, you know, I can't complain other than that, man. It's just been just go time trying to finish this out so we can uh, progress on and take my, my exam so I can do that stuff. Yeah, man, I'm so ready to, um, like, last year last fall i was so nervous i was like excited to go back to classes but now i'm just like let me just get this master's degree and call it a day i'm I'm ready to like go back to work full time i guess you know yeah it's such a different outlook than your undergrad where you're just looking to be a fucking psychopath half the time and not sleep and just damage your body with everything you can do with alcohol a lot yeah, of alcohol man. ton of alcohol tobacco put it all in your veins just let it don't sleep, eat like shit, uh, and then nothing bad happens to you. That's not true. But a lot of bad happens to you. Uh, and uh, then you take your master's, and it's such a different mindset. Of it's more goal oriented. It's not the experience, the uh, the outcome you desire of having that a uh, fancy piece of expensive paper to tell people you're qualified to do something. Yeah, right. All that time and money just for like a little flabby little paper. But yeah, uh, it's it's. <laughs> and you need what you need a master's now everything else is pretty much useless yeah i was actually i was telling my dad that the other day like bachelor's just does not cut it anymore and yeah it's days. even getting even harder it's just competitive but uh if you're in the right field like a field that needs or has like a big want it's pretty worth it i'd say yeah i i always laugh at like the like, why can't I get a job it's like and then people are like well it's because you got a liberal arts degree <laughs> yeah for sure I mean, my undergrad was in philosophy and religious studies, so I mean, that's a pretty much D1 prize with degree as well. But uh, unless I went to the grad school to go do that or in the law school, but that wasn't happening. That wasn't the plan. Yeah, yeah, no, no. I, I always just think that's funny. But it's like it's like you still put the time and effort. And God, you still have to, a degree is better than no degree, is what I always say. You paid a lot of money to get drunk <laughs> and essentially just not give a shit about anything for four years, and then. I remember the day I graduated, right? Like I remember being in Big Blue in Stockton, right? I was, I was, we were graduating. It was winter ceremony. I was the only one that was graduating from my major, so I was all the way at the end. Last name starts with a V. 
we're waiting. I fell asleep halfway through the fucking thing. I I couldn't even I couldn't even tell you what happened. And then someone bumped me when like there was a row before us about to go. They're like, "Y'all wake up!" And I was like, "You got it." And then I remember graduating and having uh, you know hearing my dad and my mom who are in their seventies now. And like they're like, "You go to college, get a job." And I graduated. And I was like, "Now what?" And then it was the most empty, hollow feeling in the world. It was either you go to grad school, at least with my degree, you go to grad school or you go work and hustle somewhere or you have a connection somewhere. And I hadn't done of those things. So I just worked three jobs, applied to grad school, and then I ended up uh, getting a good job with, I think it was Enterprise Rent-A-Car, which is the most absurd place to work in the world. And uh, that was it. That was it. It was such a hollow, horrible feeling. Like you graduate high school, you throw your cap, everyone's high fiving, getting fucked up in the summer. You graduate college, and everyone just looks at you like you're a piece of shit and put you in something. <laughs> That's so true. I never asked you, but you did graduate um, at the Big Blue Gym, right? Correct. Hell yeah, bro. You used to take dumps in that place. Yeah. Sorry, you couldn't. Um, you know, my graduating class, we got to do it at the boardwalk hall. No. Well, we yeah, I saw. I was there for it was awesome there too. But we did it during the I graduated during the winter, so they just stuffed everybody in there. Uh, it wasn't a terrible experience. It was cool, but like, I wasn't into it. Like, I'm pumped to graduate and get my master's now. It's like, yeah, I worked, I earned, I did this while taking care of three children, two special needs, working a job, having a wife, taking care of a home. Like, there's like a lot. I'm like, yeah, I did this. I'm super proud. It wasn't just like. Off to school you go. Here's your diploma. High five. And I was just like, this is Yeah. So I'm horrible. I'm assuming when you're done, you're not gonna you don't care if you walk, right? You're not gonna walk. I'm walking. I are, you are this, this one I'm super proud of. I want to walk. I want to meet my professors face to face. Oh, I, I I was under the whole impression that you just like, nah, give me the degree, like I'm done. Like I don't want to walk. But if you're walking, hit me up, give me a ticket. I want to be there. Sure. Yeah, I, I think I should have an extra ticket. I think we have like five or six. I hit you up on that one. Hell May yeah. 10th at 10 in the morning. May 10th? That's, uh, not, bad. That's not bad. I, and I should be back home. Oh, I didn't tell you and Karen yet, but I did get another job. I got hired. Where'd you get hired? Is it like a fucking Volcom shirt, please? No. God damn it. No. What um, surf shop are you working at that you're going to get your master's and stay there to be a manager? Look. I got a I, I got a job offer from Jetty. The, <laughs> but hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Um I'm not working for the flag uh store. I'm gonna be like an ink associate uh manufacturer or no ink manufacturer associate. So basically I'm gonna help with like rundown with like the production. It's like a subdivision with the brand. And what they do is like they make all the like the inventory manufacturing for all for all the materials, not just like clothing. And what we also and what also they're going to make me do is like they're going to like we're going to I'm going to help run the events. So that's like the surfing competitions, the um, like the brewer, like the it's like an Oktoberfest thing, but I forget what it's called. The hop hop festival thing or whatever. Uh, it's just a lot of community events and, and stuff like that. And. And what's and what I'm just really happy about this job because not only did I want to work for that place for so long, um, 
But I talked to my director for my program for sports business. I was like, does this qualify for my residency? Because technically I'm working for a B corporation company that deals with like surfing and surf events and it's and the apparel is sports surf like one of one of our clients is Faria. like you know Faria's like yeah yeah so that's one of our clients and, th- and literally on their logo it says sports surf so i said does this qualify and my he looked at me and was like yeah yeah that 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 should if you really want to work for them then that's your full-time job I don't see why not. Like that that's should... pretty rad. I hope that they're they're giving you like the business end of that, and they're like, "Yeah, hey, you're gonna go help set up these events. Really, you're gonna get there, and you're just gonna be pressing like stick on shirts, and then you're gonna be setting up like beach chairs." And you're like, "Yeah, good job, marketing man." Hey, I got. I, hey. I hope it's more than that, though. I hope it's more than that. Hey, I gotta. Like, st- I will say, you gotta start somewhere, you know. Yeah, for sure. You gotta work your way up anywhere. Yeah, so but I was super super happy I got the job though. I got the call and I was like, let's go. That's awesome. Great. As long as it's not like an entry, like like you're not going entry level, and there's nothing wrong with that, but like you know. Hey, I was just happy that uh I was just also happy that my director said it's it qualifies for the resident part of my program. That's awesome. That's super cool. Congratulations on that. I hope I hope it's awesome too. I hope like yeah. You get in there and you just work your way up and you just have a good time. You get to go travel places. That'd be right up your alley. Yeah, no, I'm like, like I always say, like God always has a plan. And if this is what my next path is, then I'll, I'm taking it for sure. And worst comes to worst and you're, and you're steam pressing on logos. Then I just get to make fun of you at every holiday event now. So like, it's, it's a win-win for all of us. Pretty much. Yeah. No, that's good though, man. I'm happy for you. I'm excited. If you count towards your residency. Yeah. Thank you. I was, I was thinking about this yesterday too. Like, damn, like this is gonna be oh, excuse me. So in the time frame of August, I was thinking about I was like, damn, I'm gonna be a full-time student. I'll be working for the Giants, lifeguarding, Jetty, and then my Rutgers veterans like shit work study manager job. Like that's like crazy. Like four jobs and then going to school like finished up school full time that's insane to me i was like damn it's big boy time man you gotta start getting your shit together you don't get a break you get to live the adult life of just grinding your face into relentless tiredness i mean for those things you mentioned cool you know i feel about the giants though so i mean that's just (laughs) i mean sick you saw eli manning rad i work with special needs people all the time i see eli mannings every day (laughs) <laughs> it's, it's 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 i mean that's just what it is though you know yeah yeah no i think what's cool though is like they're all like uh mo- well most of them are like part-time seasonal jobs but i'm hey it's, it's, you're it's happy, happy dude yeah i'm, I'm happy making money man that's great yeah i'm happy like it's not it's not a job it's just me doing like put it on my resume it looks i like doing it that's it that's what i always say like if you work a job if you have a career it's something you love doing it's not a job it's not yeah for sure that's the most important part i think i tell my kids all the time especially the 15 year old like to do something you like you know we were told like go make money go do shit and i think at one point in my life uh when i was like uh grinding out games and i was on like an amateur team for for an old blizzard game i was like oh wow you know like nobody ever said everyone's like video games are a waste of time and you look at kids making millions off them 
And uh, it's always going to be a regret that I never pursued that because I took the safety of getting a salary and wanting to advance forward and work hard and follow the rules. And there's no rules. There's no rush. Just do what you like. And if you love it, man, it's going to be so worth your time regardless what it pays. Yeah, I feel bad right? because, you know, esports really blew up in 2018 and 2019. My God, dude. There's so much money in that. It's insane. Oh, yeah. I, I think I saw Netflix, like, esports combined is the most revenue generated out of all, like, sport leagues combined. Like, NFL, all that. It was ridiculous. I found that I'll interesting. Look up, I'll look up esports revenue for 2022 was $1.39 billion. There you go. See? And that's just the market size at the end of 2022. I mean, it's only going to keep growing with like technology and more means to connect people and like have tournaments between America and European leagues and divisions. And like, it's just so much limitless possibility. It's insane. And it generates jobs too. There's a ton of jobs that goes in that. Yeah. And it's given kids a chance to be like, you know, fuck you. I'm not going to college. I'm going to play some games. So I'm going to get good at it and have a plan and take a chance. Like, what the first big streamer ninja with Fortnite, you know, told his parents they laughed at him. Now the dude's like got shoes and energy drinks and just making millions. I know. Doesn't have to do anything. Like, come on, man. Like, tell the who, kids know, who knows, Rob? Maybe one one day in our lifetimes we'll actually see like esports like in the Olympics. Who knows, bro? That'd be sick. Yeah, Koreans would fuck us up. Are you kidding me? Those kids are watch Korean League of Legends. They're inhuman. They are inhuman in that league. They are reflex like they are just another cut from a different club. They're not humans. They're like cyborg children, and they just ruin everybody every just, single year. It's insane. Just built different, eh? Well, that was more like uh, internet cafes were more uh, in that culture, especially when like it was StarCraft in Korea. Like you would be internet cafe filled with rows of computers. And it was just StarCraft, 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 StarCraft. And uh, for anybody else who's nerding out there and knows what that is, thinking the false security of this might be a sports podcast, um, that it, it over there is like socially acceptable. Like even in Europe, you could take people were taking work days for expansions for games coming out just to play games at like, you know, for like a week on like a release of something. Mm -hmm. And over here, we're just like, nah, it's not that great, but. Jesus, like there's so much money and there's so much time and things you can do with it. People so, building up their own personal brand. It's wild. So I got to ask you, what was your growing up or now, whatever, what was your favorite, favorite game of all time? Oh, man, that's a tough one. Boom. Um, yeah. One of my brothers was like a super nerd. So, and, uh, he lived with us at the time and um i was like say like nine he was in his 20s i think yeah give or take and like early 20s so he'd come home from college and like we had early computers that's when the era of um like aol and stuff like that started happening and uh like dial-up internet and we would play, I'd watch him play Warcraft 1 and 2 and 3, like, for hours just watching him. And then I got into Diablo, and those were the games that just stuck out to me because it was, like, the first online interactions with people. There was no headsets, voice chat. It was, like, the Wild West. So I'd probably say either Diablo 2 when I was in seventh grade or 
probably one of the Warcraft, the original Warcraft series. That is what I just grew up watching my brothers play. It was awesome. I played a lot of Madden with my brother, but I really didn't give a shit too much. And then, like, fighting games, like, I think one of the most original was, like, Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo on the Super Nintendo. It was also my shit I used to play with my brother all the time. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, for me, I remember um, I had I got the PlayStation One. I had I played Crash Bandicoot and Spider Man, oh, and then that that's what doozy. hooked me. And then I remember begging my parents like I want that PS Two so so bad. And then and then I and then it's funny after Modern Warfare Two when I got my Xbox Three Sixty, then I just stopped playing video games. And then now that I got my PS Five, I'm trying to get back into it. But obviously, once I'm done with classes and you know, getting my life together or whatever. So, then, I, then I'll get like back into it. When I was 20, like 18, working at like a GameStop as a part-time job while I was in college, uh, and me and my boys used to just, like, I, I just remember it was like a group of us, so like a clan of us, and we just used to play Call of Duty to like three, four in the morning, getting ripped and just like gaming her face off on the Xbox 360. Like it was like the golden age of gaming. It was so much fun. Yeah, I, uh, I feel I, you though, man. <laughs> you uh, you you went into the sports aspect, and like you know, and you did shit outside. That was good on you. Yeah, I kind of did it late because I did it freshman year, but but yeah, that's why I, I stopped because I just I was just like I rather like go play sport. I got one of the I want to work out more, play sports oh, more, yeah. and then yeah, that's it, man. That's that's the correct decision you made. But really, <laughs> but really, where does that get you? Not entertained and hurt. Right, so yes. shame on you for exercising. If you're really serious about getting back to, you gotta get a PC, man. PC is the way to go. I know. Every, all my friends so much just more. PC. You just get access. You get access to everything that's on the Xbox. I, I, PlayStation Five, yeah, like your parents is dope, but I don't know. I'm not. I can't do consoles anymore. I don't know why. Well, Maybe because I, I do my homework and then and then I just like sneak on and play a game real quick and then I go to bed, but. It's uh, I, I don't know. I think PC has been the life I've been at now for. Yeah, I don't know like, if I told you, but uh, the only reason I did just buy the PS Five not only because it was like in twenty twenty that was like a thing to freaking grab, like. Well, yeah, you had the the opportunity to get it, so why not? Um. Yeah, I had the opportunity. I was so lucky because I I won like a raffle thing to get a link to buy it. Um. Sick. When it was when it was still limited. Um. But no, the reason I really bought it because, um. You know I'm a big, big, huge Spider-Man fan. Yeah, um, which, Spider-Man game on that serious. Yeah, so when I saw the trailer for Spider-Man Two for the video game, I was like, I need to, I need to get a fucking PS Five because yeah, I need, to, I need to play that shit. And then once I played Miles Morales and Spider-Man, the first two that came out, I was like, I'm hooked. Like I love, you know. And and I was gonna say, um, once um, I mentioned Spider-Man, like, did you see the new trailer for Across the Spider-Verse? I have not yet, but I'm going to check that out now. Uh, I love the first one. I took Jenny, I took my oldest daughter to go see it, and I thought I had one of the best soundtracks. The animation was insane. The story was well-written. I was like, this is absolutely amazing. I don't even care if the next one's good. So, yeah, the second trailer came out this week, right? Like, a couple days ago. That's it. Definitely go check it out. Mm-hmm. Top. It's gonna be. I'm definitely gonna be there for uh, the June premiere. It's gonna be dope. Was that when it's in June? Yeah, I, I don't know if I ever told you the story, but I remember I begged Karen 
to to take me to go see Spider-Man 3 with her friends. So my mom was pissed. Like, you know how uh how my mom and dude, your mom got are. mad. Your mom got mad at my wife because she thought we didn't get you a Christmas present. I'm like, the kid's <laughs> fucking 27 years old and we're giving him money. <laughs> like what? I know, I know. Now, your mom gets so your mom got mad she didn't take you? So I I told I told my parents like I want to I want to go see this freaking movie so bad, but they were like I got work I can't go this day I wanted to go there like the Friday like Friday the day it came out right, um they were like go you can go with your sister and then then my sister was like oh, I don't want to go like ah eh. like can I bring my can I ask my friends at least what then, friends has your sister ever had. She had. She was like, <laughs> like what? She, her, her cousin, your cousin? You mean? She no, like, like, like when she was in high school back in when we were living in Florida. She, she was different back then. Let's just say that. Yeah, I'm sure. And uh, <laughs> and I remember I, I was super excited. Like I was so excited to see Spider Man three. And but Karen was just annoyed because we had to walk to the movie theater. We're, we weren't getting dropped off. It, <laughs> yeah, man, she had to walk. She was mad that like. Yeah, and that I I was kind of like dragging her or to drag me to the theater, but then she was like, it was like sweet, it was like a sweetened deal because she got to go with her friends, because you know how strict my parents are, right, right, right. And um, so we I remember we walked all the way to the movie theater. It was hot that day. It's Florida. It was so hot. It's the middle of May, and we get there, um, <laughs> we snuck in. I was like, how are we gonna pay for the tickets? And then. <laughs> they're like the back door i'm like oh so i don't know if she'll ever listen to this but yeah we snuck in i snuck in for spider-man 3 2007 oh man and uh you snuck in it was like a fucking terrible movie too i it loved was so bad. i was being it biased because so i love toby bad. well yeah i mean like the fact that the time was like you didn't get to see superhero movies often now at the rate you get so it was like a real novel special moment that they even made a third one and that the first two were decent, and then like the third one happened, and so like yeah. yeah, it was it was awesome. Like I look back at it, like this is unwatchable, uh, especially with the caliber of movies they make now. But everyone's just shitting on Marvel right now as it is. Yeah, yeah. So it's just funny because once we got in, um, then one of Karen's friends got me a, a like a large soda because I was dying like, like from the heat. From there? Yeah, and then <laughs> no, no. <laughs> yeah. And then no, and then uh, and then they sat with each other, and then I sat in the front because I was just being like a little boy nerd, like gay racist. They didn't care about the movie. I think they just care about like hanging out, and then right, you know, right. It's a, it's a Friday. They didn't give a shit about why you were there. They were yeah. just, she was able to get out of the house, not get yelled at. There you go. Yeah, that. And then yeah, it was just funny. And then I I but I loved how um. I just remember that day like exactly because I appreciate because it weren't for Karen I would not have went to the premiere that day. So did she did she complain and moan the whole time? Mm-hmm. I think at times, but yeah, yeah. There's there's a ninety percent chance she was mad. <laughs> you know how she is, but yeah. yeah, bro, for sure. I mean, but like liking grumpy woman's in my wheelhouse, so that was just a natural fit for me. Yeah. But it's funny too, because that was the first movie where um I didn't go see a uh, a movie with my parents. Um, oh really? How old was, were you? Let's see, two thousand seven. I was twelve or eleven years old. 
still still in middle school so yeah that lot yeah guy now i feel old but yeah i don't know man that was i so you were how old 11 or 12 right i was a freshman at Rutgers. Uh, before I transferred to Stockton, and we walked along like it was like Route 18 or some shit to get to a movie theater, and to go see a midnight opening, and like blackout, drunk and wasted, and yelling the whole time, and everybody was booing the movie because they hated it so much. Yeah, it was a, it was a New Brunswick special. I was so I was a freshman in college when that was happening. Mm. That makes me feel old. <laughs> yeah. Well, man. Right. Well, now, now I'm glad I told you that story though, because, um, because the first, obviously, the first and second Spider-Man I saw, I was younger and I saw it with my parents. Right. Um, and that that was the I see. That's why I'm a fan of Toby. Like I grew, that was my childhood. You grew up with him, yeah, man. Yeah. It's awesome. Like, and then obviously, Spider-Man Two is my favorite superhero movie of all time. Like, yeah, that's Spider-Man. Spider-Man Two is a classic. It was just a good movie, start to finish. Oh, but I mean, now you have Tom Holland and you have all these, like, the quality of it's, like, insane compared to what it was. But that was, like, the foundational clock. That, and then, like, once Iron Man happened, it, like, blew the gates open. Everyone's like, holy shit, this is amazing. It, like, raised the standard for what action movies are, injecting humor. It was just a really good, it was a good time to be a moviegoer. Now I'm terrified oh. to go in the movies. <laughs> I know but, I don't know if I'm going to get COVID or I'm going to get shot, but it's like I get nervous the minute I see somebody move in there. Well, people's phones are always lighting. I'm just grumpy about it. I just want to go and have a good time. But I'm going to be taking I'm going to be taking Frank and Jenny to go see the Super Mario movie. I'm pretty stoked about that. I heard it was garbage, but I'm okay with it. I saw it last night. Did you? Was it good? It was good, Rob. I don't listen. I never. Sometimes I. No, never, I don't really pay attention to it. I anyway. never listen to Rotten Tomatoes or what the critics say. Like sometimes they get it right, but half the time they get it wrong. Like I personally liked the movie. I thought it was good. Um, a lot of nostalgia and Chris Pratt didn't do that bad with the voice acting. Um, I didn't. I know there was like a little bit of criticism with that, but I think overall it was okay. Um, yeah, definitely go take the kids and see that movie. It was. It was. It was funny. Yeah, it's going to be his first movie, actually. Um, I've never taken him to a movie theater yet. But oh, I think that he's uh, he's able to sit down and focus long enough. And I think it's because it's so flashy looking. He's gonna, and, you know, just have a million pounds of popcorn and soda. He's going to be happy. Oh, that's good. I'm glad. Yeah, for sure. I can't take Kat, though. She's too young. She would just... Like run around just, screaming. Uh Man, I remember growing up, I'm like, why are you taking your fucking kids here making noise? Now I'm one of the people, and I'm like, man, they just didn't want to kill themselves at home. I'm just go back in the time machine and yell at myself about that. Hey, man, it happens, man. It happens. Like, you, we always say, like, we're not going to grow up to be, like, our parents or adults, but then... Yeah, I'm fighting that. I'm fighting that hardcore, realizing all the things that they did, and I'm just like, man, I got to not yell at my kids for the things that I got yelled at for. Yeah, exactly. That's it. It's tough. Mm. That is tough. Oh, excuse me. Sorry. It's been a long day. Oh, no worries. I feel that, man. I feel that. So how many of these do you have to do for your class? Like, how many podcast episodes do you have to do? Um, It's just uh, – no, this is just, like, my own, my own thing. Uh, oh, that's cool. Oh, okay. You just throw uh, it up on there? Yeah, um, but probably I'm only gonna do like uh, this. This will be the 
six, I believe. And then I, my finale for season one, which is seven episodes, it's going to come up in May. So you are like the, what is it, second to last before second the season last. season awesome. one finale. Yeah. There you go. Who are you bringing up for your finale? Uh, it's a, I'm going to keep it a surprise, but you'll see. Yeah, if you go follow me on Spotify and Apple Music. I don't have Spotify. Are you kidding me? I oh, barely I know how to use Pandora. Oh, I thought you did have Spotify. Oh, on my computer, and I just immediately X out. There's too many, too many ads and shit. I just, <laughs> I don't even have an Instagram. I don't have a, I have a Facebook. I don't use that. I don't have any. I'm like a ghost on social honestly, media. Honestly, I'm jealous because I'm not awesome. I don't give a shit about anything. I, I read Reddit, which is like my bathroom trap. And sometimes like just because there's like people will post from Twitter and because I don't use Twitter. So I can just kind of get like spoon fed the information I want and then read a bunch of dumb idiots argue about shit and trying to argue how to be woke about a topic that I don't give a shit about. Uh, it's pretty entertaining, but that's like as far as I go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay, I'm going to ruin your podcast. I'm going to put you up on like the MAGA website be like this guy supports hates immigrants your parents are immigrants like it'd be awesome be like this guy said trans lives don't matter and you're that in is trouble that is so false you wouldn't think. I know oh I know it's false but like <laughs> be awesome you have a good angle there they'd be like whoa they'd be like this guy isn't white and he supports us oh America and then like then you go start with Captain yeah there you go <laughs> And hopefully not get murdered either way it's a risk mm. but that's awesome man that's pretty cool that you're doing this i think it's a it's an interesting opportunity to get stuff yeah like uh just started one to like share stories experience and then i just thought about like just how about discuss like one thing serious and then from there just bullshit like i don't know and then i can just look back at it like um because like doing this is like kind of like recording history like writing like a writing a story records like document. a visual like what's the uh, shit they put in a time capsule right like you just yeah and then when i'm and then when i'm like memories yeah then when i'm like 40 or 50 something i just look back like oh look what stupid 20 year old me did like but it's funny you know? and I, and I like no it. it's cool as hell man and there's like a big space and people like you know what dude like whenever i'm doing something around the house that i don't like you know i'll just throw on a podcast and listen to shit it's entertaining it, information most of the time it's fun yeah you have a you have a favorite podcast uh sport you know the sports ones hands down there's some good ones i, I follow jj reddick and i listen to espn radio the morning show with um max keller it's a good um, one. pat mcafee has got a good one. Oh yeah i love pat too pat mcafee is probably one of the best like show he's like live shows on like youtube it's up on i think Sirius or some shit like and then he has it uploaded to a bunch of other places. He's phenomenal. Mm. Uh, yeah. If you've never listened to it, uh, it's like a comedian podcast. Uh, Bad Friends is a good one. Okay. And uh, Come Town is fucking hysterical. All right, I'll, I'll definitely get those a look after this for sure. No, for Town. sure, dude. I love that. Come Town. No, Come Town is probably one of the funniest things I've ever listened to. The older episodes used to have uh, the up and coming comedian like Stavros. Uh, mm -hmm. The fat guy who's like 33 but looks like he's like 44 and is utterly hysterical. Probably one of the funniest dudes out there. Nice. So I would I would give that a listen too. Oh yeah. All right. Well, our time uh, we got about like two minutes left. So 
Uh, any last uh, remarks? Um, anything you got? Just graduate, man. Get shit over with. Good luck with your steaming, steaming logos on t-shirts and setting up beach chairs. Mm. Be we'll sick. Do. We'll do, bud. We'll do. <laughs> Absolutely, man. Uh, and I'll, I'll I'll send you. I'll try to see if I can snag you a ticket from a graduation. Yeah, definitely. See, uh, mom, mom's campus is really pretty. Mm. I've only been there once, so <laughs> I can't tell you. I've been there a couple of times, but it is it's nice. nice. It is nice. All right. All right, guys. Well, with that being said, thank you again for tuning in. Uh, just remember uh, what Rob said earlier in the podcast and this episode. Um, just look for those avenues with, um, you know, with children, with disabilities, any of that. Like all resources help out a lot. And don't, even though it's a challenge, nothing can be, nothing can be like, nothing's impossible if you have love and family together. So yeah, thanks again for tuning in. And Rob, again, thank you for coming on. You know, I love you, brother. Appreciate yeah, I love you. you, man. Thank you, man. No problem. All right. With that being said, we're saying later. Have a good night. Have a good night.